Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you think B answered that question. Just, you know, just putting it out there. I he think was the B first was one. The first, I was the first one. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's that on that. That's that on that. Uh, you got Ken and BZ, Sophie and Mike, feet for a ride. Uh, the people want to know, was the mic still on? I'm saying all right, welcome to a brand new episode of the Is The Mike Still On podcast. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. My name is Kenneth B. Inch. Joining me on the show, we have BZ Folk 30. What up, though? We have Modest Media and Co. Nay. <laughs> Nay's on the show. <laughs> the so, welcome back. We got Mike C-Town. And his cat, what's your cat's uh, name? Zoe. Zoe, that's it. That's He's out it. there fucking with Faith, so it's just me right now. Okay, well she'll she'll be in here. She'll be mm-hmm. in there soon. Uh, FIFO twenty twenty is no uh, longer no longer. It is FIFO twenty four seven. He got rid of it, y'all. Mm. Yeah, twenty twenty been too messed up, bro. Kobe <laughs> died, then Corona came. I'm good. Did yeah. the past, Jesus. Mm, yeah, it's, been, it's been a year. Uh, the show is broken up into five parts. We open with the word of the day, correct anything we got wrong from last week with our facts only segment and discuss our topics of the week. We start closing the show out with comment commentary and then our past the mic segment where we answer your questions. You can leave us a voicemail if you like at 470 440 0811. I will attempt to play a voicemail this week. We are still recording virtually, so I don't know how that is going to go, but I'm going to give it a shot. Sophie will be joining us uh, shortly. So um, y'all start hearing her talking. That is the reason why. So we're going to go ahead and get the show started and open with our word of the day. I'm going to turn my speakers up a little bit. And here we go. Agglomerate. Can y'all hear that? Mm-mm. Nah. Okay. Let me try some more. Agglomerate. Agglomerate. Yeah, agglomerate. Can you spell it? A-G-G-L-O-M-E-R-A-T-E. So okay. the part it's a part of a speech is a verb. The origin is Latin, late seventeenth century. Uh, the one and only definition is collect a form, collect or form into a mass or group. So some examples are the students agglomerated at the football field for the rally. The second is if you can agglomerate the laundry into one pile it will be easier to manage. So it's similar to conglomerate, right? Yeah, it sounds like that. This is a verb, right? 
Yes, it is. a word, but I'm saying like because it's collective and a mass of people. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you. I was just making sure I understood this word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it basically means combined. Yeah, like when people are agglomerating when mm-hmm. they should be social distancing. Right. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So, all right. Um, hmm. All right. Let me see. Just look and see if we got some facts only here. Did you just call me a cat, a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she oh. likes to, you know. Yes. And she's digging into my leg and she won't stop. All right. No facts only. All right. I guess. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, I guess we good, man. We, we've been on it. Um, I was sure there would have been something, but yeah, we don't have facts only this week. So we're going to jump into topic so who came to class prepared are you not prepared i'm not prepared i didn't know it's the last minute i had to come to class at all <laughs> I, had I, had couple, I had a couple things <clears throat> all right the fifa wave just saying so he he he, he, he good too oh i was just going to bring up what i had uh well, well the one thing i was going to bring up is what i had text y'all about about the couple that named their, their kids covid and uh corona <laughs> right when you sent that it was so funny because earlier, like a couple days before you sent that, I was thinking, because me and the wife, we want to have twins. Like, if we could just pick, that's what we would want. So I was like, man, like, I wonder if there's going to be somebody out here really going to do that shit. And there you go, sending that damn article. <laughs> yeah, man. You want twins for real? Me and the wife do want twins. Two and done. So, But you know what comes with that, though, right? Like, it, it sounds good. but I know. It's double think- everything. I know. Yeah, I know. Okay, all right. I know. I, I don't know what comes cute. with that, right? I thought it was cute till my aunt had twins, and she had twins like maybe a year and a half after I had my had Brianna, and I was like, "Oh Jesus, knew what he was doing." I could. It's like by the time you get one dress, the other one to mess themselves. It's too much. <laughs> you love. got the team teamwork for real, honey. That would test the relationship. I promise you. Bill <laughs> is double. Bill is yeah. like. We spend so much on formula and diapers. Just imagine that at the same time. At the same time. Two car seats, two pair of clothes, two pair of shoes. Double double. Everything. Just make sure you got a good village around you. Take help. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I thought that was a... I I just... I didn't believe that that was real. What? I didn't think it was real either. Yeah, and and the... uh, Yeah, I, I thought that shit was fake. I was like, there's no way. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that somebody would do something like that. Um, I was surprised. Um, I, I, I ain't going to lie. I thought it was black people that did it. <laughs> I, You know, I, I, but I was surprised that it wasn't. <laughs> me too. That, that was the shocker. <laughs> me too. Yeah, they were like, um, like, um, Indian. Indi- Really? Yeah. Like in India? Like, like India. And it was like, I think so. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's a Central Indian couple. Yeah, Central Indian. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were white, white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says a Central Indian couple has reportedly named their twins Corona and, and COVID. It was reported uh, in the Hindustan in, in dust, in in Times. That's, that's horrible. I would be so fucking mad <laughs> when I got old enough to know to be mad. Yeah. 
Exactly. But they can't say nothing in India because, honey, them parents will cut you off. They will have nothing to do with you. So they're going to have to keep that anger to themselves. (laughs) (laughs) India is a different place. Yeah, I mean, they, they... So they said that they decided on the names uh, because they were overcoming several obstacles, including the travel ban to bring the babies into the world shortly after midnight, March 27. Mm-hmm. Um, and the naming itself wasn't uh, just an act of defiance. Um, it's still an odd choice to be naming your kids after something that is ravaging the world and right. And I think that's the thing that that really got me is like, you're you're sort of glorifying this. It feels like it's having the opposite effect um, of what they intended. Yeah, it was a horrible decision. Horrible decision. But we knew it was coming. Somebody. I I didn't think people somebody would actually name their kid. Yeah, uh, people people crazy man. I, I. I'm like Ken, like I'm not, I'm not like shocked and surprised. It's funny as hell, but I'm not like, oh man, I can't believe someone would na- like. It's like, yeah, people will go there. <laughs> I'm sure there's. A- <laughs> yes. Oh, chlamydia, that's a cute man. Like what? <laughs> yeah, it's hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> They just called me Titus for short. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was crazy. The other thing was, um, did y'all see? What did she just fall? Honey, let that cat do what she did. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> all, <laughs> all I heard was some racket in it. Oh, Aww. <laughs> you know how that goes. No, not all. She be doing dumb stuff. <laughs> but um, did y'all see the couple that got stranded on their on their honeymoon on vacation or something like that? Got mm-hmm. stranded where? Like, like on a um, on like a private island or something. Like they were on, they were on like their honeymoon or something. Or, or oh, and they stuck. They can't get off. Yeah, poor them. I right. know. This is recent. Yeah, this is recent. Damn, That's what they get for leaving. They're not supposed to be traveling to fucking islands and shit. Right, right. But yeah, they're stuck there. So now they, they're, they're, can, they can possibly go bankrupt because they haven't spent so much money. Oh, oh fucking they well. They have money. Why aren't they? Why are they charging them for that? They're the only ones on the on the the, the only uh people on the resort right now. Like it's crazy. Y'all haven't seen this? No. No, no. I haven't seen this. And no. I don't really feel that bad. I saw it on the news. It was on the, it was on Apple News. Mm. Yeah, it was on Apple News. But um, they, I think they're being transported to uh South. Africa right now where there's more people finally mm. but yeah but so I was when wondering did they like, leave to go there say that one more time when did they, when did they leave to go there because was, corona's been going on for about two months now right Three yeah months. so it's like March 22nd or something like that oh I don't feel bad for them yeah yeah and that's what people are saying they don't feel bad for them because you, you knew what was going on but um I'm surprised they got a flight no, it wasn't a flight. They had to travel by boat, like a like a like a speedboat type of thing. So they traveled by boat. Did they travel by boat because there were no flights? Oh, oh, oh! I see what you're saying. I'm talking about. So they're off the island now. They just they just traveled by boat to get off the island because they couldn't catch a flight to get off the island. That was the issue. So going there, you know how people wasn't really taking it that serious at the first. I think they probably went around that time. March twenty second. 
We were on lockdown on March 22nd. Not, we weren't staying at home. We weren't staying in yeah. place. We weren't staying in place. We didn't have the. the they were still telling us not to travel on March 22nd. People yeah, because like, because to huh? me that hard marker was when the NBA said, "Look, we canceling foreseeable games," and that was March 11th. Right. Me, that, that's when like everybody else was like, "Nah, we things is different." Right. right. Let me. So I really them. don't feel bad for them at all. Peace. Enjoy your island. Hold on, let me let me find. I'm pulling up the article now. Uh, how the Corona stranded this couple in Matt. What, what is this place called? The Maldives. Maldives. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Maldives is dope. Yeah. So yeah, the couple arrived just married from South Africa, where they are citizens, on Sunday, March 22nd. Yeah, that's how y'all. Planning planning to stay for six days. But yeah, they've been there since. Wow. Oh well. Yeah, that's crazy. So let, let me ask y'all this: how, Like, how how would you guys feel like being stranded on like a like on vacation, basically like in the Bahamas or something? Like, how, how you think that would be a cool situation or a bad? Hell situation? no! I'd be stressed as hell, bro. I got bills. I got a job. Like, what do you mean? Nah, like that. That's that's not a cool situation, and especially when you are in a foreign country, you're not necessarily aware of their laws and this, that, and the third, and what you can and can't do. Nah, bro. I'm, mm-mm, mm-mm. But you on a private island, though. Like, by yourself, by yourself. Like, like, like chilling. As long as it's food and drink, I mean, like, look at the sunset. I mean, what what I'm gonna do? <laughs> you ain't gonna kick me off the island because I ain't got no money. So what you gonna do? Like, think about this for a second. Is that a better situation to be in just in your crib, like to just be on a on a, on a beach where there's no one really there that you can actually go to the beach, chill at the beach, go okay. have drinks? I, f- I feel like I got to think in reality. I think in fantasy, yeah. You know, but, like, at the end of the day, I still have a whole life and things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have you a dog I got to come back to. No, I'm just saying, but right now, you don't really have a life. <laughs> like, because you just, you're supposed to be in a house. Mm-mm. That's not it. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you wouldn't want to be on, 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 like, a permanent vacation for a holiday? Me? This is the thing. I like to travel as much as the next person. But after like a couple of weeks away from home, I need to be back at my house. Yeah. I need to see the Atlanta airport. I need to see Hartsfield. Okay? So like, you have access, like even though like you're not supposed to go out, like obviously clubs and stuff are closed or whatever, you can still go to Publix. You know what I'm saying? Like you can still go to Kroger, you can still whatever. If I'm on an island, I don't like the idea of having to be waited on hand and foot, even like if it's like due to an emergency, like you want to be able to get your necessities and then the things that you want when you need them and just stay, you know, you know, minimize your interactions with people. Cause the way that I'm thinking about it, if I'm on a resort and they have like those like brunches, right? Like where you like got to like stand by the omelet station and like go like, you know, put your grits on the plate and stuff. You don't want to have those types of interactions when you're on lockdown, you're terrified. You got it's only them. It's a private island. It's only them. It's only them. Nah, I'm still not fucking with them. Wait, they're by the wait, there's no other people, period, or there's no other like visitors. You know, yeah, it's just like you know how those islands are where you can like it's just like a, a small little hut hotel resort <clears> and it's not no other patrons. It's just you in that particular island, nobody else other than maybe the service staff. If you look at the pictures, it's like gazebos and shit, like whatever they call like what are they called? The cabanas. The cabanas, they're empty. It's them. 
They look at you. Look, they show pictures of the restaurant. It's just them in the restaurant. So like, wait, the staff. Wait, so why did the staff leave? Wait, who the staff didn't leave. The staff can't leave because they're still there. Okay, so it's not just them. So the staff is there. Staff right. is there. Okay, no that's what I was asking. Though. Okay, yeah, no other patrons though. It's just them. Got you. That's I feel like that's the start of a horror movie. I just don't want to come back. Wait, what'd you say, Sophie? I said I feel like that's the start of a horror movie. I don't like shit like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Sorry. That's crazy. I was wondering about that. Like, is it really a bad situation? Well, only because it's uncertain. Like, if they don't know when they'll be able to leave, and I'm sure they have bills at the house, they still got to pay. And if they're talking about going bankrupt, then, you know, that means they're probably, I bet you the staff is still charging their asses for all the food. They are. The so I, I think they're charging like half price right now. But that's still well, money. Hello? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying, yeah. After a certain amount of, I think after, yeah, like about a week or two, I'll probably be like, okay, I'm kind of over this. I miss my bed. <laughs> like, I miss my own bed. That's one thing. That's one thing I only miss when I'm like out of the country or whatever. It's like after a while, I'll be like, all right, cool. I'm, I love this beautiful ocean. I love all this. I love the food. But I'm starting to miss my own bed. Ain't nothing like sleeping in my own damn bed. I mean, the hotel beds are nice, but no, ain't nothing like my own shit. So I know after a while, I'll miss my bed. That's pretty much it for me. And she probably get on his nerves by now, too. Cause he probably just. Play- oh, I guess they're married though. You said it was a honeymoon. Yeah. This a this a good tester. Yeah. You know, see how she gonna be the rest of your life, or if he start acting like a little bitch. I like the hope they figured that out before they said I do. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Certain situations, man, they change things. I guess. You get stuck on an island with your girl and be like, man, I thought I liked you, but God damn, you get on my fucking nerves. Keep asking me when we gonna get off the island like I'm supposed to fucking know. (laughs) 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 Yeah, one's a 27-year-old teacher and the other one's a 28-year-old butcher. So he could catch one of them uh, wild animals (laughs) and there you go. Y'all got dinner. I started firing you this is this is a five star resort. Would you say? Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you want to be stuck on a deserted island with me? <laughs> you take it too goddamn long. Next question. <laughs> what you got, FIFA? <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I would be on a deserted island with wifey. Because I know she ain't no punk, and I know I'm gonna be the first one to fall running after some shit, and I know she got my back. Oh, that? that's sweet. You see that? He he newly married. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been together for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah you're right, right about that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, those my those were my two. Now I got the I got the visual of Ralph trying to chase an animal down the beach. <laughs> I got that shit stuck in my head. I can't think of nothing else. <laughs> I know, right? Because you know he's going to fall. Yeah. You know he's going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I got a topic, Ken. Okay. <laughs> so do y'all, y'all remember, well, maybe, maybe y'all don't, but about a week or so ago, like when we did our first virtual podcast, Ken asked if we had a topic, and I had one, but it was just so much going on and I didn't really know what, you know what I'm saying? So I, 
I was discombobulated. But during that time, there was this interview that kind of went viral. And maybe y'all seen it, maybe y'all didn't. But it was basically, um, it was a host. I want to say it was in Chicago. I may be wrong. Come fact check me on that. But it was two, um, two younger ladies. And they were basically saying how nine to five dudes are out of style. I always say and people be looking at me crazy like I don't know if this because I'm from Chicago but like I can't fuck with no nigga that working nine to five what I don't know fuck? why I just need a fast money ass nigga it don't whoa, necessarily whoa, whoa, have to be whoa. like drugs or like fr- um, fraud but like like rapping or like dealing with media or like shit like that just like get you it want a nigga with no- so hold like, on what are we- like if I come to you and I need some shit I don't need you to be like well my check come on Friday fuck that I need you to get that shit right now like so what I feel like doing? it depends with the 9 to 5 Everything. like if you 9 to 5 at Burger King or something hell no but if you 9 to 5 at yeah, my JP Morgan or something hell yeah cause nah, I know that G- Friday check about to have Multiple nah, zeros. fuck that little bank shit. Shit, that's a fraud nigga. I might as well get a fraud nigga. Fuck. I don't know. You work in the bank too, shit, technically. Like, I don't no. know. So, hold on. So, if a nigga work at a bank? No, I don't want you. I'm so, kidding. let's say this nigga work at a bank making 500000 a year. You don't want that nigga? You can what give the me a banker. Fuck? Give me a banker, the, a doctor, are you drunk? a lawyer. Nah, you doing that shit? A specialist, to cover up some not a pediatrician, shit. a specialist. If you doing that shit surgeon. to cover up some shit, like let's say the nigga that work in the bank <laughs> sell fucking drugs. Like I'm witty. I wondered where that came from. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because because every, people, I thought it was just a Twitter it. topic. I didn't know where it came from. Yep. Huh? Baby, she. So she said that she didn't necessarily want to insinuate that it was anything illegal, but she needs somebody that gets to the bag fast. I'm sure. Quote, unquote. So, oh, yeah. so I don't know how you get to fast bags outside of, you know, maybe like music or, you know, real estate or something like that. The legal way, the illegal way, you know, you, you the dope boy, you're going to get fast cash. But she was just basically saying, and it's kind of stirred up this whole conversation, are nine to five dudes out of style? What does that even mean? I don't even know what that means. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Who is this person that said this? <laughs> Ain't nobody big. It, it was just oh. regular people that were getting interviewed, and that thing just went viral. That that part of the conversation of the interview just went viral. It was a video? Mm-hmm. Was it a black chick or a white chick? Black chick. Mm. I'll say this. Devil's advocate. Um, I don't know about getting to a fast bag, but I can understand the idea of wanting an entre- someone with an entrepreneurial spirit and maybe not wanting to be tied down to a desk in terms of like cubicle life. I can get that type of nine to five. I don't but think yeah, what, no, she just want a dope boy. Yeah, I don't think that's what they're talking about. That's not what it sounds like to me. To me, it sounds like they want the lifestyle of having fast cash money. And I mean, you can depending on what you do, you can get that with a nine to five, depending on how you play your, 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 your cards, right. You know, what you invest in, what you like, if you're into stocks and all that stuff, I mean, not now, obviously, <laughs> but you know, when things are going good. Yeah. How about you be happy that your man has a job, Ooh. an honest job and he's making money and he's not like broke. Cause it's played out, right? Bro, she better play with this. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I I mean I don't I would never date someone like that 
even if she said it in the past, I would just be like, that's nuts. But it's kind of weird that something like that would go viral. Were people agreeing with her? You know, honestly, because I, I, I didn't necessarily see it on Twitter and stuff. I see people now responding to it. And, I, you know, like when I heard that, I'm just like, and I know I feel like I'm a first gen millennial, you know, like I know I'm a millennial, um, but I don't necessarily associate myself with all of the millennials. Right. Because I still feel like I got some old school values, you know, um, with, with a new age mindset. But when I heard that, I'm like, so when did having a good job go out of style? When did having, you know, uh, 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 dental and medical go out of style? When did having a 401k go out of style? You know what I'm saying? Because I, I was always brought up like, you know what I'm saying? It, not necessarily you got to make the most money in the world, but but you got to, you know, bring home a decent slice of bacon. You know what I'm saying? So that way you can have a family, you can do certain things and stuff like that. So what, like, when did that become out of style? I, th- I thought I was in style. So FIFA, let me explain it like this, right? Okay. And I feel like I come from the perspective of seeing both. There's something about having cash in your hand that is really, really fast. I think even if y'all have never done a job or anything illegal, obviously, like that to know before, um, I think you can relate or assume that it would be like, oh, my gosh, instead of making, you know, $1,200 in two weeks, I made it in two days by doing X, Y, Z, right? Like that feeling is just like a rush. And I, I can relate to that. But I think a lot of people, again, pulling my example from working in the club industry, when you have like, I don't know, $300 three times a week or whatever, right? That's like $900. You do that, you know, two weeks in a row. And then, you know, you just keep stacking up your money. When you have like a salary job, you can be making more money, but because you don't see it and you don't touch it and it's not in ones, you don't feel like a quote unquote boss. Like it feels different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of people who work with like fast money think about it differently because you might have a lump sum, you know, but a lot of people who make fast cash can't buy a house. You know what I'm saying? Because they they can't prove that they have income. So I think that mindset is a little bit skewed. And I just think it's like people don't really understand the way that 401ks work. They don't understand the fact that money appreciates or that your company might match you 3% for how much you put up. Like they don't understand those logistics and like the longer you stay with the company, blah, 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 healthcare. Like, and then for example, a lot of these industries even now, right? Working in like the restaurant, bar, club industries, Corona has that shit closed, okay? Period. So all of these people who, you know, like to be flexing and in the club and you got to be, you know, like on, on Instagram live to promote people to come visit you and stuff like that. It's great in an economy where that business is booming. But now on the flip side, people who have white collar jobs are just remote working at home like my checks still coming in and y'all you know y'all y'all don't really got a job right now so it's different like it it really like I think gives perspective doing both and coming from both um and I I think I wait I make way more money not putting as as much strain on myself staying up until three in the morning or whatever um you know working remotely than you know if I were working a job just making a lot of cash so I think it's just about the mindset yeah, because I'm about to say, shit, every time my check hit, especially when my commission check hit, 
I feel like a motherfucking boss. I don't know. Everybody else think when that shit hit, I'm like, yeah, baby, we're going to sizzler in this bitch. What you talking about? (laughs) 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 Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, like Sophie said, it just sounds like somebody that just doesn't understand how all that works. I mean, you don't have to make, I mean, you don't have to make fast money. I mean, depending on how your life is set up. Like, what do you need money right now for like that? Yeah, and I think think when you talk about the topic of money, long money is always going to outdo short money, you know? Yeah. And and, and having that discipline. And I'm, hey, I I am not the one to be preaching right now. I I don't always have the discipline. There's a plenty of shit that I'd be wanting right now that I go and get. You know, before me and the wife went through, you know, just our trials and tribulations, ups and downs that people go through, you know, I was putting like 12, 13% of, of my check into my 401k and my shit blew up. My shit blew up. So, you know, just that concept of 401k putting away, do this, do that, taking taking advantage of what the company has to offer you. Bro, you you can't do that as no dope boy on the street or fraud or whatever the hell Shorty was talking about. I don't know. That, that whole fast money thing, it, it threw me, when I first saw it, <clears throat> It just threw me off because I'm like, nigga, I, I know I'm still in style. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> you felt personally offended. I felt personally offended. I personally felt offended. But you know what? Outside of all of that, I'm like, what the fuck does she do? Like, you, that's what? where I'm going, Mike. Because I'm like, I'm listening to y- y'all talk, and it's not like she's not talking about herself. It's not like she's like, oh, I don't want to work this type of job. I want to get fast money. She's talking about what her man does. Right. It was well, like, do you even have a fucking job? Well, to me, Mike, it sounds like somebody who is used to dating somebody in that type of lifestyle or, or has dated one and not the other. So, but I'm saying, so if, if, if I'm taking you out every weekend, we're going on trips, all of that. Mm-hmm. What difference does it make to you where my money comes from or how fast my money's coming if I'm still doing everything that I've been doing this entire time. Like, I don't see why it makes a difference unless she wants all of the money. Otherwise, what the fuck do you care? Well, Mike, I don't want to ask you and you have to wait till Friday when your check hits. She wants her money now. Her money? She wants you. She say, baby, I need this bag. She don't want you to say, I got you on Friday. Look, I ain't got a bag, but I got a sack. (laughs) <laughs> that's what i would tell her ass because this is the most that would be the most ridiculous conversation anybody could fucking say to me i would be like you want my money now instead of waiting until friday <laughs> really that's nuts so I, I i wonder how she would feel if I mean, my, I, I guess, is it more a question about assets and being able to get it now? Or is it really about the the image of it all? Like, you want somebody that's entrepreneur that has this ambition. Because it's, if, if it's all about, hey, I need to go get my hair done, and I got the money now, what difference would it be make if I'm working a nine-to-five or I'm in the streets doing whatever? Like, what what's her, what's her, her main gripe? Is it being able to get the money or what he does to be able to give you the money when you ask for it? The latter. I also think 
with fast money comes more availability. And what I mean by that, when you have a nine to five job, you're literally in one place from nine to five. But when you make it fast money, you could go make what that person made in a nine to five in an hour or two, and then, you know, be available for her too. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. I just know I'm not stopping. I get that. So I got to take all the risk. You know what I'm saying? I got to do whatever I got to do. And all your sorry ass gets to do is just sit back and wait for me to give you my money that I took the risk getting. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fuck out of here, man. She said yes, absolutely. That sound like that sound like Sip. Yes. Yes. That sound like that sound like Sip talk to me. Thank you, thank you. That's simp. So, that's okay. definitely simping. How is it? So how is that simping? It depends on the type of relationship. Don't look like that, Mike. <laughs> so listen, if I'm just dating you and we're just cool, I can get why y'all might think that that's a simp move. But if I am in trying to get into a long-term relationship with you, we're talking about for down the line. Yes, the way you make your money, your availability, and the the consistency with which you make your money is going to be important to me because we have to build a life, and I have to make sure that you're going to be able to sustain that life with me. So I can get that, even though I know that's not the way she was going. That's not what she talking about. But I don't think that there's anything wrong with being concerned with the way a man makes his money. If I'm looking at being with you for a long time, yeah, or I like get, you know, I get that. But if if you are looking for a man that makes fast money, and a guy that makes fast money is not common, and you know there's only one of like three or four ways these days that someone's doing that. So if you're cool and you're pushing your man in one of those directions that's not necessarily legal, then I don't think y'all need to be together. Because it's not like you're doing anything to help. You're just looking at me to be like, all right, well, she wants this fast money. Clearly, I can't play ball because I don't have any sports like inclinations. Uh, I can't rap. So maybe I can sell drugs to college white kids. That's my only option. So I'm going to go do that just to make you happy? Or would you rather a guy that's going to work hard if it's a nine to five, bust his ass, and bring home steady checks that's actually honest money? Like, I can't see why any woman would want the other unless you really just don't want that dude. That's just just want that lifestyle like Ken just said. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. No, I say it's just a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like she want to take trips tomorrow. Like, yeah, yeah like, trip I mean, sometimes people don't want to wait for their PTO to kick in <laughs> for you to have to go somewhere. But Nay, you you said something I, I want I want to touch on too. You said the way or how that man makes his money is important, right? Because you're trying to build a life together. But what if this man is you know like up like up in a company, right? Like uh, let's just say director level or higher. So that means that this person, obviously the, the, the checks are going to be nice, right? When you direct their level higher, but now this person is flying all over the place, taking meetings. So your availability to your partner, just, it isn't there, but the bags are nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that a trade-off that, and this is for you too, Sophie, is that a trade-off that y'all are okay with primarily? It depends. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. Yeah, I agree. It depends. I think that's definitely a conversation you gotta have once that, as it starts to change. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, am I going on these trips with you? Can I meet? Can I fly and meet you at the hotel when you are? Like, we got to go. Can I go? Can I go? Can I go? I think it depends, yes. And I think as you progress in your career, obviously, it's going to limit your time no matter what type of business you're in, whether you make a fast money or a nine to five. If you, as you move up, your responsibilities are going to change. You just got to figure out how you balance that within the relationship. You got a topic, Mike? I'm trying to think which one to go with first. You want, you want politics or social shit? Social. Social shit. All right. Did you see that Bahad Bahabi turned black today? Yes. What? Y'all didn't see this shit? She transformed the little mama. Can you please pronounce her name one more time? It's Bahad Bahabi. <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about. You catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, catch me outside. How about that? How about that? Bahad Bahabi. She turned into a black woman. She looks blacker than you, Sophie. Let me see. Thank you. <laughs> I pulled. I saw the picture, and I swear to God, I assumed it was Little Mama. And I kept scrolling. And then I saw later on that it was Baha Bahabi. And I was like, wait a minute. They so said she's black fishing. What do y'all think about this? This is a filter? Not no. That's well, I think there's a filter over her too, but I think even without the filter, it's you know. So how do they how do white people do this? How do they how do they transform? It's common. I think they tan their skin and they get dark hair and they get, you know, lip injections. But it happened so fast. With Michael Jackson, at least it was like gradual. Hold on. With her, she just transformed overnight. Her face doesn't look that different to me, though. It's just her skin. Yeah, you can still kind of see that it's her, but bless her heart. If you just saw the picture, would you, and you didn't know it was Baha Bahabi, (laughs) would you think that was a white woman? Me? Or nay, or who? B, B, FIFO, nay, no, whoever no, wants to talk. Mike, I'm, okay. I'm laughing. I'm covering my mouth because she, she kind of do look like little mama. You know how we live in this era now of like rapper baby mamas going, I don't know, like not viral, but they're pretty successful, I feel like, off of just the strength of being, you know, having a baby by a rapper. I thought that was, oh God, and there's so many nowadays. I want to say it's, oh God, what is that little boy who just, oh God, I don't know his name. Anyways, I thought it was one of those rappers, baby mamas, like, but I squinted and I was like, but wait, this is a white woman. And to be honest, a white child. (laughs) So she's not even 18 yet. She's not. No. Yeah, I thought she just turned 18, so it was okay for people to be creepy. No, I think she's like, I think she just turned 16. Ew. No, I think she older than that. No, because I thought we looked it up. Um, one of yeah. I thought we looked it up. And I she, thought Adrian Bronner tried to highlight at her or something. And, and it was like, yo, she's not even like of age. Yeah. But I didn't think she just turned 16. Hold on, I'm doing my Regardless, work. nobody oh, answered my question. She, just, she is 17 years old as of March 26th. Yeah, we looked it up. I remember looking at yeah. it. I remember when we talked about, yeah, that shit. He creeping in her DMs and shit. I didn't think, she, I wouldn't think she's a white woman, but I would think, like, she's 
she's racially ambiguous. Yeah, the ambiguous look. Like, what is she? She's she mixed with something. Something's going on in there. But no, I wouldn't look at her and see white woman initially. Yo, not like the white, like catch me outside, girl, white woman. Now, yo, did you know she has seventeen point seven million followers? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Not surprising. Wow, it is to me attractive, and they think that she makes. Well, maybe they just think it's a big joke. I don't know. She had that that was like, on Snapchat too. Didn't she have like a TV show on, like a reality show on Snapchat? No idea. I really? Know. She did. They put TV shows on Snapchat? Yeah, like little episodes and stuff. Yeah. I'm not watching that. Because this 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 article I'm looking at, um, it, it says black fishing struggle rapper Bahad Bahabi. So you, I know she's a struggle rapper. Ain't nobody listening to this chick's music. But didn't she get a deal or something? I thought so. I thought she like that was like big news that she got some sort of deal. But here's the thing: that deal, like whatever money they give you, you know, they just fronting that. Like you got to make that back or owe it. Yeah, I know that, but I'm saying if they're fronting her, then they think that she's going to make it back. I mean, I haven't listened to her music. She could be dope. I don't know. <laughs> but you know she, what? No, she got something that people like. People like it. People like some of that stuff. She has yeah. a song with Megan The Stallion, y'all. Bahad Bahabi does. I'm sorry. Wait, bro. is it a, a legit song or is I it like? It. I hate to say it. She does. And you know, I listen to Spotify and you know, Spotify, if you listen to it and listen to certain artists, they'll play certain, like, you know, other artists that are kind of similar. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I like it. So you like Bahad Bahabi? No, I didn't say that. I just <laughs> said that she has a song with Megan Thee Stallion. And you were and like, I, I hate to say it. And right. uh, 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 I hate to see it. You like her. You didn't say yeah, you didn't I don't like this song, nigga. No, you just no, did that. Just... You did. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> I like that Gucci flip flop song. Wait, that's Baha Bahabi. You. I've never. The heard way of you pronounce her name is sending me. What is it? Ain't <laughs> <laughs> it supposed to be Mad Baby or something? Yeah. You a goddamn lie. I think so, yeah. So what's the H's for? Is the H know. silent? Silent. It's for show. Maybe it's just extra, like, breath. Like, pat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just emphasis. I don't know. Oh, man. Bad baby. Wow. It's Bahad Bahabi. And until she changes the spelling, it's going to be Bahad Bahabi. That's terrible. What's she terrible? Said, uh, she black? said, you guys shouldn't be worried about... Uh, how much black paint she put on. She said, there's people dying out here. Y'all worried about uh, her skin color. That's what she said? That's what she said. She right. She right. But we ain't got nothing else to talk about. You don't want we are prancing around. Shit. Had little mama said anything? Why the fuck? Okay, now you're taking it too far. She doesn't look just like her. That's crazy. Yes, she does look just like Little Mama. She does favor Little Mama. The pictures I see, she does favor Little Mama, dude. I thought it was Little Mama with like that that weird unicorn filter y'all be doing. I thought it was Little Mama. That's hilarious. So I thought she had a hit song. What was that song she had? She had a Gucci flip flops. Hell no. 
she do kind of look like little mama though. Don't she? Yeah, don't. It, thank you. <laughs> she do kind of look does. like you know, a little bit wider. Like if little mama got that contour a little bit sharper on that nose. Yep. If you put KRS One's nose on Baba <laughs> Hobby, that's little mama. So are they selling this stuff like this makeup? What, is it makeup? Or is it like paint? Is it like spray paint? I don't okay. know. That's what I'm asking y'all. Sophie, okay. what is it? It's like if you got 40 shades of foundation and it starts all the way at porcelain and goes all the way to like, I don't know, cappuccino, they're probably using like nutmeg when they should be using something way lighter. You know what I'm saying? They're just using a darker foundation. If have you guys not seen? We've literally talked about black fishing for so long. Y'all have never seen how girls do this. I'm so. I didn't know it was makeup. I thought she got lasered you or something. Can't. I don't know. No, because no. I, I think her arms are that color too. That's what I'm saying. You put, you okay. Put I thought she went to Lowe's and went to the paint department. Okay, y'all. The way that it works with with white women, right? Typically. <laughs> They they will go either tanning, but a lot of people have stopped tanning because of the skin cancer risk. So mm -hmm. they will self-tan. And self-tanning is something that you can do. You can put on your body and let it sit. And it, like, tints your skin, right? But you don't apply it to, like, the neck up. You just do um, makeup for that. So you'll just make your makeup match your self-tan. And that's how that works. So when so they take their makeup off, they look like 10 shades lighter. I'm sorry. What, say, it, say it one more time. The last part. When you when you take your makeup off, you'll look ten shades lighter up here. But the rest of you, since you self tanned, will be that new color. That's why Kim Kardashian, right? When she, I guess she has like this makeup line or whatever. She sells. Um, she has like a side by side picture. I guess randomly, I think Kim Kardashian has um, some skin disorder. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, she's got psoriasis. Psoriasis, right? So like one hand was like super white and one hand was super tan and she sells like a hand makeup. Like, mm. oh, now you can't see my veins. Like, I'm just going to rub it in. But it looks significantly darker. And everyone's like, that's not your shade. But they don't hear that. They, they, they don't care. They want it to be their shade. So they make it their shade. So that's how that works. Wow. And then I they overdraw their lips. You know, and they, you know, they they get you know braids and and you know sew ins and all types of shit. Y'all about to be replaced. And they yep. create they create baby hairs. That's that's a new thing that I think a lot of white women have been doing. They've been Wait, like, what? Well, didn't that just take water for white people? <laughs> no, no. I cut the hair to make it short in the front. Oh, to lay down. Yeah, wow. they, don't have, they don't have the the um the the naps like we do at the, at the perimeter. Yeah. Wow. This is crazy. It is crazy. Well, Bahab Bahab about to lose her deal because they probably signed her because she white. No. Now that she's black, they're gonna drop her ass. <laughs> Look, she really gonna be saying nigga now. Watch. <laughs> she gonna be like, catch me outside, nigga. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone gonna be looking for little mama to fight her. You're right. I did not know it was makeup. You know what? This isn't my topic, but did when you were talking about Kim Kardashian and, and the 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 shape stuff, oh. did y'all see that video of her sister slapping the black offer? Yes, they fighting on the show. Whoa! No, they they it was fighting, fighting. 
Courtney slapped her, her face hit the wall and placed her shoulder. But her face hit the wall and left the black on the wall. What? No. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. No, send that shit in. Put that in the right now. Put that Wait, shit in the right now. Amazing. I don't like watching fight videos. Y'all know that, but. It's, it's such a white girl fight, though. It's yeah. not even really just, a fight. You can't even call it that. But I tell you, Courtney. Which was it? Which one? It was Chloe? It was the the, re, the only one that's attractive. The old oh, one. Cor- uh, Courtney. 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 The yeah. only one. He hit her so hard. Her face slammed up against. Oh, you got slammed it. up got against it. the wall. When her face came back, it was like the wall had blackface on it. This shit. This video is amazing. I watched it probably thirteen times, y'all. Y'all are so dumb. And I did you see it, Sophie? Yeah, I saw it because I followed this. I don't watch their show, but I feel like the Shade Room has a contract with them to promote their stuff <laughs> so that people will go head on over to E and watch their stupid little show that has, I think been going on 18 seasons now at this point. Oh, but you laughed at that video, didn't you? No, not really. I didn't. I'm about to find this fucking video. I, I knew it was clickbait to get people to watch the show. Hey, and I took the bait. I'm glad I did because that shit was funny <laughs> as hell. You watched the episode? No. Oh. Well, I don't know. I don't know where the episode is. I don't watch that stuff. I just okay. saw the clip of her hitting her and leaving the black on the wall. Yeah, I just knew it was another Kardashian stunt that somebody just made up so that they would, you know, still have ratings. But I mean, you know, good for them. Well, that was a good stunt. Good for them. All right, my other one real quick. Did So, did y'all see your boy, uh, Brian Kemp's last press conference? I didn't, but I, I heard you told me about it. Oh, well, not even that part. Oh. I'm talking about the part where Brian Kemp claimed he didn't know <laughs> that people... <laughs> that were asymptomatic could spread coronavirus. He's such a fucking idiot. He said he had learned it 24 hours prior to that press conference. And he has been getting absolutely destroyed. Good. Ever since. Good. But he hasn't come out and said like, you know, like when Trump fucks up, he'll always have some kind of excuse for why he fucked up. Kemp has not said a word about this, and he's getting clowned by everyone. So I didn't know if anybody else saw that or not. Yeah, I saw that he said that, but everyone was like, isn't the CDC in Atlanta, literally? Yep. <laughs> like, where are you getting your information <laughs> Sir, what is ha- happening right now? The regular people have known this since the end of January, at the very latest. So yeah. how the fuck did the governor not know this? And he didn't even have to really come up with, he didn't even have to say that. He didn't. All he had to do was say, I'm concerned about Georgia. I'm locking it down to make sure that everybody is safe. I'm changed my mind based on the way things are transpiring. That's it. Yeah. That's it. But you can still go to the beach though. Uh, right. Yeah, 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 that was. I saw yeah, that. You can rinse the run off there. That's right. <laughs> He's a fuck. Which, which, uh, like, it, it doesn't make sense, and they're getting ripped for that. But you know, they're also trying to say that because it's the beach, you can be spread apart from each other. You don't have to be near each other. So 
you can still pra practice, you know, the whole social distancing thing, you know, that way. But that still wouldn't stop it from spreading if the wind is blowing and somebody cough or sneezes and they got it and it blows back in your face, face and you don't even know it's there. So I don't know. But, yeah, that was that was that was ridiculous for him to even come out and even say that. That shit was stupid. Yeah, he didn't think that through. Or his people didn't tell him that this is not the thing to say. Yeah. But they shouldn't have to tell him that. True. They should have to tell him, like, hey, man, don't say that you just learned this yesterday, man. Like, we've known this for about three months. Don't don't say that. He's the governor. Right. Mm -hmm. Of Atlanta. Like, he's, oh, he's such a piece of shit. Yeah. That's all my topics. All right. So, only thing, my, like I said, mine is quick. It's, I mean, it's, it kind of centers around uh, the Rona, but your girl, Carol Bassins, then it didn't. Then did it. I'm just making shit up about Carol Baskins. But a four-year-old tiger up in Bronx Zoo got the damn COVID-19. Damn tiger. Get y'all girl Carol Baskins up here poisoning the damn tigers up there in the Bronx. That's Tiger King show. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That's Tiger King shit. I can't do it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Man, but yeah, it's for real. In, in, the, in the zoo, man, New York is just horrible. Um, Up in the Bronx, they, yeah, a four-year-old tiger. What's her name? Name name uh her and her sister azul and three african lions have developed a dry cough and are expected to recover they say the positive is it but they say the testing that they give the animals is different from the testing that hum you know of course for humans but yeah man a damn four-year-old tiger up in bronx zoo got a damn uh coronavirus man got that rona how does a tiger cough I've never heard a dry cough either i don't i, I have no idea i have you no never idea. heard your cat cough nayarod Yes. I heard them. I had cough. Yeah, same thing. Like, she had with her cold. That's you consider that a cough? Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely right. a cough. She's like, <laughs> so she's dying. I guess so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, she good. I'm on the first time it happened. I was like, yo, what's the hell? Yeah, yeah. I guess I never even that nigga registered to me as a cough. I think of it like it's throwing up, but it's like dry heat. But it's absolutely yeah. a cough. Yeah. Oh, would, that would be crazy to see a tiger do that. Well, that's probably why they flipped out and tested him. They're like, hey, you don't really do that. Right. <laughs> that, that cough is too damn dry. Damn, it's spreading out so bad. It's hitting the animals up in New York, man. Jesus Christ. I know well, they, some dogs that die, right? What? Yeah, it's, gonna, it's like a dog that died from COVID. Uh, wow, yes, man. I heard of two, two dogs that had caught it. One died. Mm -hmm. Didn't even hear about that. Wow. Oh, it's just from old age, though. It's mutating. It wasn't from the COVID. One was from old age, but it had COVID. Mm. The dog was like 17. <laughs> Something crazy. Oh, damn. Yeah. They said that, that they're still trying to figure out if animals can get it. So far, I thought it was just the dogs. And then that tiger popped up. So... I get. I mean, this is crazy, man. You know what my question is, and, and, and you know we live down here in the south. We get hot as fuck. Um, these mosquitoes can mosquitoes pass COVID? Bruh. I was wondering the same thing. I wouldn't even be outside to know, and I'm not. <laughs> <talking about that. laughs> if mosquitoes were carrying West Nile, right? Yep. I think if a mosquito could carry COVID, we'd know by now. Because, I mean. Would we? They would have said something by now. What the hell? <laughs> I feel like it's very information every day. You can't wear a right. mask. 
Right. And then in ninety five masks, you can wear bandanas now. I mean, I don't think they really know what the hell they're talking about. They just winging it up top, man. They just winging it like literally. Look, if they knew, look, y'all starting to sound like these these third eye motherfuckers on Twitter. If they knew that a mosquito could carry COVID, they would have said, "Hey guys, stay away from mosquitoes." <laughs> Like they well, not gonna keep that shit to themselves. The they pretty much did. They said stay in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Black folks think mosquitoes carry every damn thing. We do. Diabetes. Hypertension. <laughs> High blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> gonna be all right poor baby yeah he didn't ask for this no he didn't you know he just chilling he just chilling just chilling he already stuck in this little bullshit ass cage right in and now here come this rona he probably he probably lying (laughs) he probably ain't even got this shit he just trying to get out the cage he's trying to get out (laughs) (laughs) he's trying to escape (laughs) (laughs) excuse me <laughs> I don't feel good. I'm not trying to be over here having nobody force me to jump through no hoops today, bro. I'm sick. So I got a little bit of facts, facts right here from CDC. So coronavirus is a large family of viruses that, that are common in people and many different species of animals, including camels, cattle, cats, and bats. Cats can get corona? Well, they carry it. Like, it's like... Like house cats. It's not like they, they, they have co- coronavirus and now they're about to die. It's like they carry it. Hmm. So, yeah. But they say people carry it, too. Like So, yeah. So they can't get sick from it. They can just carry it. Yeah, kind of like how, 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 you know, they say the younger kids can carry it, but they can't get sick from it. See, that's interesting. So coronavirus yeah. will attack the immune system, and younger people can fight it off. Older folks can't because their immune system is a little bit less, you know, than ours. Or if so it's, it's interesting that, huh? Or if you're immunocompromised, so if you have pre-existing conditions. Right. So it's interesting that a cat can get it and carry it, but not get sick. That's what it sounds so like. Why yeah. the dog? The why the dog? It's just weird how a cat can't. I don't know. This is interesting. Well, like you said, if the dog was already old or already has some sort of issue, maybe it's the same situation. His yeah. body couldn't fight it off. Mm-hmm. But the but the dog wasn't on that list of being a carrier that can get it and just carry it. Oh, facts. A camel? Yeah, it's camels, like camels cattle. Camels look like they be carrying shit, though. Like, don't they? they? Like, I mean, they just look like this is a walking disease. And right, shit. Don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they got that face like, I got some shit. Right. They walk they look, off slow. They look miserable as hell. They look yeah. miserable as fuck. Like, man, like I got they always you. feeling sick. Yep. Right. Like, yep. You see these lumps on me? Why? What the fuck is that? Oh, it's just water. Who the fuck has that much water weight, motherfucker? Something's wrong with you. You got diabetes or something. Like, why this shit ain't soggy? Why this shit ain't mushy? Right, it's all hard. That's a tumor, motherfucker. Right. Nah. Let me find. Let me find out. Uh, camels carrying a cure for cancer and shit. I know, right? You might be onto something. Mm-hmm. Toby, you have anything? Yeah, um, I was just going to say something small. Um, I guess <clears throat> Jeezy and Jeannie Mae are engaged. 
and people have an issue with this. Okay. Wow. So, um, Let them live their life. They're happy, whatever. Right. So basically, Gina Mae is um, one of the Asian hosts off, or one of the hosts off of The Real. She is. She happens to be oh, Asian. Host. S-T? It's so, I heard hoes too, Ken. Okay. Oh, okay. It did not sound like she said hoes. She said hoes. She said hoes. They be trying me. They be trying me. They be trying me. But anyways. One of the hoes. Masculine ears. Y'all can, oh, the hoe. Oh, no. Nigga, no. Thank you. Thank you. What's her name again? Jeannie. Jeannie May. Um, and I guess people have an issue with this. Hold on one second. I think I have a tweet referencing this. Give me Aww. one. They look sweet together. That's what I'm saying. They, I mean, they happy. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Listen to this. See if this changes your mind. Oh, geez. I, Uh-oh. This is her a year ago on The Real. Okay? Oh. Um, mm. yeah, I did. I did. But for me, dark meat on the side, white keeps me mean and lean. You know, that's why I married white man. That's what I like. I can't tell what she's what saying. I'm saying like I like I really do think black men are attractive. I do. Like that's my What do you mean dark meat on the side? That means, honey. That's I, you know what that means. Wait, what are you reading it at? I don't know what you how did you say it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like I when when I think about men, I like <laughs> dark men. I do. I, right, you like your main man to be white and your your Tomorrow, breast no extra. Okay, what I meant is like I used to date black men, and I think they're attractive. But what I decided to stick to because it just kept me happiest was my man Freddie, who happens to be white. Are you sure? Yes. So I guess people are saying like, and this was before they got engaged. Um, that that clip, I guess, along with maybe other things that she has said, just seemed as if she was keeping black men at bay like on the back burner from for her preference i guess and now that she is engaged to a black man i guess people are looking at jeezy like bro like this doesn't bother you that she said this um i guess it's just like to me i don't really care but i think it's because that's not something i have to live with or deal with like if you are with your partner, you are going to have to be the one who has to live with them or whatever they like or dislike. And it's up to you to navigate a, like a, like a, um, you know, uh, uh, my God, what do you call it? Like a multiracial relationship. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not here to judge. I kind of don't really care, but I think a lot of people are like, Oh, Black men never see when they're being fetishized and, you know, this and that and the third. To me, if that's the case, cool. Then let them not see it or let them see it and like it. I don't care, personally. It's not my fight to try to, like, stop and, like, save you. Like, hey, come back to the Black woman. We really appreciate you. Like, nah, nigga, if you want to fucking date a white woman or if you want to date an Asian girl, I don't give a fuck. And I think people are, like, pressed and, like, think that Black women are, like, super against it when really I feel like most of us mind our business but I don't know it's just I don't know just wanted to bring that up 
I know. I I remember when she said because I, I I like the real and oh I liked the real when Tamar oh. was on there. And um, but I remember when she made that comment and from watching it and seeing stuff with Jeannie Mai, I think that she's just always liked black men. I think that when she, where she grew up, cause she's from the Bay. I think she grew up probably around a lot of black men and just as a teenager and as a young girl growing up, she always dated black guys and just happened to at that point in time, marry a white guy. So when she said that, I almost felt like she kind of had to say, but I like white men cause she was married to a white man at, at that particular point in time that's the way I read it when she said it so and I know this came up before when it came out that they first started dating but like you said if that's who if, if they happy and it works for them do you girl she seemed over the moon with Jeezy and Jeezy seemed cheesy with her so whatever make you happy yeah, yeah. that's that's my take on it I really just don't care but I think a lot of people are just riled up I think a lot of people just get riled up over the oh, you said this in the past, or you said this a year ago. Like, I get it. You know, stuff that you might have said, like, a year ago or whatever. It's up to you as far as, like, cancel culture. I don't even know if this is something that you could cancel culture on, because at the end of the day, like, you don't get to, you don't get a say in um, somebody else's relationship and who they get to choose. But, I mean, you know, if you don't want to support her, or it's the show, then that's fine. I just feel like people go out of their way to, like, make spectacles out of things that aren't really that deep especially given the context that you know naomi just gave but i don't know so, uh, are people talking about him dating an asian woman or about um him dating her after she said those comments about black men i think it's the latter mm. yeah so if she never if she didn't say those comments then people probably wouldn't care as much. It's more... Probably not, yeah. When I think people are shocked in general because it's like Jeezy and, and, and her are like a random mix-up. Yeah. But then also for her to have said what she said a, a year ago or I guess in such recent past, then it kind of does bring up, you know, just feelings about why, why is it that... And again, this isn't my feelings, but I, I see people say this, like, why is it that black men seem to enjoy being fetishized by other races of women um and they're just cool with that i don't really have an answer for that nor do i give a fuck because it's not my fight to like save it like step in and like save a nigga like do what you want figure it out that's your relationship that's your life if it doesn't work then great like and if it works great like i just don't for a don't second i thought for huh? a second i thought that they were having a conversation because she said something negative about, about black men and they were sticking up for us. Mm. But it sounds like they're still talking shit about black men. So, okay. Who is? I guess the people are having these conversations, like why do black men enjoy being, being fetish, fetishized about this? So it's not necessarily about, she said this about, um, you know, black men and we got to stick up for our black men. And it's like, Oh, y'all still on that bullshit and y'all love being the objects of desire for all these other races. Sounds like is is the conversation um, or some of the conversation that people are saying. I thought they were trying to take up for us for a change, but it don't seem like that's the case. Okay. Cool. Well, I was going to say, even in that moment, though, she seemed like she was trying to clarify and just clear it up. Like, no, I'm, I'm definitely not saying that. 
it seemed like she made an effort to say that, yo, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. It was late by the end, though. Yeah, I think, uh, who was that on the show? Tamar? Is that who that is? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, I don't know. They got, there's like five of them. But anyways, um, <laughs> I think Tamar was like, like uh, hyping it up, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I think <laughs> I'm and I also think there might have already been trouble in the waters with her marriage. Because, like I said, I follow the real honey. So I think there might have already been troubles in the marriage with her and, and her and Freddie. So I think Tamar was kind of like alluding to the fact that, oh, we know what you're talking about, girl. We know oh, how you yeah. Hindsight being 2020 and seeing how she got a divorce and how everything played out with Jeannie Maya's husband who like, as soon as they got a divorce, he was in another relationship and pregnant with a baby. So I think with everything going on with the backstory now, hindsight being 2020, I think it's just, she was trying to cover up the fact that, yeah, I really want to be with a black man because I'm really not attracted to my husband anymore. Mm. Yeah, it sounded like that to me too, but I was just letting this conversation run its course. But I agree 100% with Rod. It didn't sound to me like, that's what she was saying. It sounded like she was trying to make a, a concerted effort to clear it up and make sure it didn't sound like that. Yeah. And because it was juicier the other way, that's it sounded my problem, like they were, huh? Exactly what you're saying. That's my problem. It sounds like it was juicier the other way for it to have gone like that narrative, I think. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's, I mean, I, I could, I could barely hear it just now, but it sounded like she said, you know, I'm really attracted to black men. I like dark meat. I think the dark meat on the side thing kind of fucked her up, but she said she liked dark black men, but it just so happened that when she was thinking about the rest of her life, she ended up with the white dude. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it sounded like. But because she used that fucking terrible analogy with the, the dark meat on the side, it just kind of fucked her up and the really annoying one I, I don't know her name either the one that was that's always saying stupid shit the kind of huh Tamar. no the one that was right next to her that was like so what are you trying to say to what are you trying to say yeah her stupid ass i can't fucking stand her but she was the one that i think that was trying to force it into being the other way because it would have made for a juicy conversation and then she could act like she's offended which is amazing to me because she's married to a white dude. So it's like, who the fuck are you offended for? Just shut the fuck up and sit there. But Hold up. She's a married to a white dude? She's dating a white guy right now. She wasn't at the time of that clip, but yeah, now recently she started oh. dating a white guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't want to hear shit she got to say. But yeah, that seems like a really weird thing for people to get outraged over. It sounded fairly innocent to me, but... Maybe I was missing the point. Maybe I like being fetishized. I don't know. But, <laughs> but they legit look happy, though. I, I see. They I do. See. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. It's cute. I don't, I don't usually like... I think I just... I don't usually like couples' pictures because I think they're cheesy. But just seeing Jeezy happy for some reason, it just looks nice. Like, let that man be happy. If it ends in a year, he was happy for a year. Leave him alone. Go find you somebody. You just mad you ain't got nobody in the quarantine. <laughs> How about it? How about it? All right. Uh, the only thing I really uh, have, or is, is kind of a question slash topic. I don't know. Not really a topic, but um, 
was this thing about Chuck D saying Flavor Flav firing was a stunt, was that an April Fool's joke or not? I Flavor Flav said he's lying, so I don't know. Yeah. I, it, it is the weirdest thing because they say the interview where he made the comment that it was a stunt to promote the album uh, and that he was inspired by Orson Welles' The War of the World, uh, War, of the, War of the Worlds, um, was recorded March 10th. But Pitchfork ran their article on the 1st, and then CNN covered it on the 2nd. And then, of course, you just said what Flavor Flav said, I'm not part of your, your hoax. And then uh, Chuck D said, I'm not saying it's a hoax. I'm saying that the original intention is to get your original intention is to get your attention. Like, I've been trying to figure this out, but I can't get any clarification. I thought maybe one of you guys may have seen something. Look, as much as I love Chuck D, when he tweets sometimes, I, 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 don't, I don't really understand what the hell he's trying to say. It may as well be in French. So it could have been a big-ass miscommunication between him and Flav. Between the way Chuck D writes and Flavor Flav might have been on crack, <laughs> it could have just been a real fucked-up conversation that just didn't go in the right direction. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I would. I hope it's well. I, I mean, I don't. I don't even know what I. I feel like I, I think that for it to be an April Fool's joke, I didn't see many. Um, for what feels like obvious reasons, I don't know if you guys did, but it seemed like there was less April Fool's jokes this time around. Did you guys see any or a lot? I never pay attention to that stuff. But you can't sometimes avoid it, though. Like, it, it just be around you, you know? Um, Why would this be an April Fool's joke when it came out before April 1st? That's what I'm trying to figure out. But the article was written by Pitchfork on April. I don't know, man. It's, it's confusing. So uh, for him to use that as a publicity stunt to, to sell an album or to promote an album seems a little bit beneath Chuck D to me. I'm telling you, they probably texted Chuck, and Chuck texted back, and they got confused because what Chuck texted back didn't make no fucking sense. Go to his Twitter, bro. Go to I, Twitter. I follow Chuck D. I'm saying, I, man. You know then. Yeah, I do. You I have do. to read his shit three, four times sometimes before you really get the gist of what <laughs> Yes. Him, him, as yes. much as I love this other guy too, him and Killer Mike are the worst when it comes to to tweets. Like, they, I guess maybe, I don't know if they're excited or what it is, but. Like this one he wrote, he wrote this on April 1st, because I was I went on his Twitter trying to find some information. <laughs> it said, shit, Flay wanted this to go longer to surprise the people at Coachella on DJ Lord's set. I said, fuck that, you stay productive on April 1st, this is over, and we bigger than Coachella. COVID smash the date, not the best. Best believe folk better treat us like Jagger and Richards. It makes no sense. Yeah. I, it makes no sense. Like, is it a hoax or not? I, I don't understand. Okay. But anyway, uh, all right. Poor Chuck. Yeah. Well, um, all right, man. Well, I, that's going to do it for topics. 
This week, we'll jump into uh, comments and pass the mic after this quick break. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. All right, so we're back, and um, and I want to say, I, I, I forgot to say this earlier, RIP to Bill Withers, man. Um, yeah, yeah, he's uh, definitely a, a, a legend in, in the game. Man. Yep, so, um, so anyway, all right, so on to some comments. Uh, Breddit333 said, I really enjoy B speaking a lot more on this episode. Always nice to see him speak more. Um, <laughs> Charging Android said FIFO just really didn't comprehend that the problem isn't bad landlords versus good lord good landlords. The problem you relying on other people's hard work to pay your mortgage slash make some profit is a privilege as job. FIFO, what are your thoughts on that? I don't, I don't. I don't think it's it's a. Because you know what? I'm sorry. The reason I'm asking, <laughs> the reason I'm asking you this, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. The reason no. I'm asking you this is because I have a part two to this, so I'm interested to hear your thoughts, and I'm gonna just read what I have. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. somebody also said you want some bootlicker shit, people. Who, me? Bat Boy oh. Sit said, man, FIFA was kind of on some bootlegging shit this episode. So there you go, brother. Bootlegging. Bootlegging. Oh, bootlegging? What's that? I'm not, I don't understand. <laughs> Basically, that means like you're kissing the ass of the oppressor. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're defending <laughs> landlords. Can you catch me up? I'm not familiar. What was, what was said? Basically, we were just talking about the whole landlord versus tenant conversation that arose per corona Mm -hmm. um and how now there's this whole well i mean not now but just in general there's a whole this whole eat the rich um if you um need my rent for just one month then you're not a good landlord and i've seen people say um hang on one second because every time i reference this the tweets to me to me sound so ridiculous. It's hard to think about it. But for example, this tweet that somebody said, if landlords can't afford their own property without tenants, then it's the tenants providing them housing, not the other way around. Um, and just, you know, different takes on the fact that nobody should own private property, housing should be a right, this and that and the third. My take on it personally was not necessarily saying that housing should not be right. I actually agree with that. I don't think living in a three bedroom, two bath downtown condo should be a right. Um, but again, people are just going back and forth um, just per the whole, you know, leading up to April 1st, I think people were like, 
are we going to have to pay rent? They canceled rent over in Italy, or is that something they're going to do in America? How are we going to handle that? So that's kind of where that conversation stemmed from. And I don't know, we brought it up last time on the show, me and people had certain opinions on it. Um, and the reason I wanted him to expand on that this, this week was because I found another extension of a thread that I wanted to share on the show. Okay, so share the thread. Okay, cool. So it's actually an extension of the tweet that I just read, right? Um, it goes on to say, um, and this is really, it's just a whole bunch of people just talking, right, in this thread. So let's see. Um, okay, I screenshotted this thing. Um, I mean, yeah, not much of an epiphany. Landlords spend rent on housing, food, transport, and their other needs. Tenants definitely should receive assistance with rent. No evictions uh, for now, plus grants are easy deferment since they're still in that space. But landlords don't owe them anything more. Someone said, as a response, Land landlords, should owe landlords should owe them ownership of the property they're paying for. Then, people, stay with me, stay with me, don't walk away. Come on, we're, we're still here. Someone said, I would argue that the tenant should have signed a mortgage agreement instead of a rental agreement in your scenario. They, that same person as before responds, there should be no rental agreements. If you're paying for something, you should own it. Then someone else random, a third party comes in to say, so paying a bus fare makes the bus mine. <laughs> I cracked the fuck up because it was just a thread of, and I can send it to y'all like privately, if you want to like scroll down and see the conversations people were having within the thread. It was so interesting. People were like, well, you're, you're posing it. And this is the part I wanted to bring up. I think with the whole landlord conversation, I think there's this idea that there's like kind of two types of landlords, right? There's like the big super corporation people. And then there's, Hey, I bought a house or two or three and I have, you know, three tenants type of thing, you know, on, on a smaller scale. Um, and I just think it's interesting because in this scenario, hold on, let me pull it up. Um, I don't know. I just think in this scenario, like just seeing people go back and forth and have different takes on it is very interesting. Um, but yeah, like people, I don't know. People, like I saw someone say like, so because I'm staying at a hotel, I own a hotel. Like, it's just a very weird space. So I don't know, just wanted to bring that up. But people, I saw the way that you jumped back when I read that. So please give me your thoughts. Yeah, a, a lot of different things went through my head. But first and foremost, look, like I, I don't like, was this based off of people that live in America or elsewhere? These are American folk talking? Like that? I have no idea where these people are from. I mean, they speak English. So, so, so in America, right, like we live in a capitalistic society. And if you have your documentation paperwork in order, you can go purchase whatever the fuck you want to go purchase. So if you don't want to be, if you don't want to rent something, then go own it. Like you, you have that same opportunity, just like that landlord or just like anybody else that owns anything in America, you have the right to go own that. And I guess my issue too, with this whole argument was, I think people think that landlords don't do anything. 
Um, and I guess it just depends on your landlords. I mean, they're shitty landlords. You know what I'm saying? Like I get that, you know, you can have a water main line broken and they're just like, Oh, fuck it. I don't care about fixing that. That's, that's terrible. Um, but I think this argument of like, you should have to work a laborious job to to be considered for getting income. That's a very interesting argument that I've started to see a lot. Like you should not acquire money by not having to do much but ownership puts you in a position to be able to do that. So I don't really understand that argument. 100%, and even something that you said that like, you believe that being, like having four walls and a roof over your head is a right. Correct. Right? You, so, so to a degree, I agree with that. But at the same time, like you said, like a condo downtown, three bed, two bath. So where do we draw that line? You know what I'm saying? Tell you. So, so, so that's, so that's the difficult thing. You, you can't. Exactly. And I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert on that. But what I will say is even if, and I, again, I do agree with this. I do believe that housing is a right. However, it might be a right for you in the boonies. It might be a right for you somewhere way in the outskirts somewhere. And see, that might be inconvenient. But 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 but, but that, you see that, that that's, that's the problem because how do you designate who goes where and why? So that's the reason why it's it, it's an open free market economy. So that way you can go purchase and do whatever the hell you want to do. And as a landlord, yes, there are shitty landlords. And for me, in, in, in the previous conversation um, last week, I wasn't. There's good and bad, right? But at the end of the day. A landlord, for the most part, most landlords, especially if they're young, they don't necessarily own those that property outright. There's some, type, there's some type of loan or something involved in that. And that was the point I was trying to make last week is that if I'm the landlord and let's say I took out a $200,000 loan on this property, right? And let's just say my mortgage is $1,100, but I know I can rent it out for $1,800. I'm making a $700 profit. There's nothing wrong with that in America. And if somebody feels a certain type of way about me not having to work and making $700 a month, then you go do the same thing. I'll show you how to do it. Like, like you know what I'm saying? And you can build up to that. So I, I and, and another thing about good versus bad landlords, I think, especially now in today's day and age, um, especially being exposed to more realtors, more people in, in the industry and stuff like that, just go get you a property management company. Instead of making $700 a month, guess what? You bring home $600, $500 in profit. And you go pay this management company to go handle all of the stuff. You don't even got to deal with it. Just cash in your $500 every month and that's it. So I can't take this. I'm sorry. You guys have been going on for a long time. I, you guys, I, I, I don't understand why you guys really think that these are people that are living in nice posh condos that are having these complaints that's the first issue so when you're talking about oh well yeah having four walls and a roof is a right but only in the boonies come on you guys these are not people in buckhead that are living in fancy condos they're like hey i should have a right to live here these are probably people that are living literally check to check. They're living in some shithole. 
Those are the people that are saying that this should be a right. So you guys, when they were calling, when they were saying that you guys sound like bootlickers, that's why. Because you guys have completely steered the conversation to something that's completely irrelevant. And when you're saying that, oh, well, if you don't want to pay rent, just go buy it. Do you realize how privileged that sounds? Like, like, think about, no, think about that from the aspect of, remember we were having that conversation last week where, Ralph, you were saying that you thought you were the average Joe. And regardless of how much you might struggle or I might struggle, there are people that are struggling way worse than us. And they're probably closer to the average Joe. So when you're telling someone like the average Joe, who's probably working two jobs to take care of a family, you're telling them, well, dude, if you don't like living in that shitty one bedroom apartment with your wife and two kids, just go buy it or, or go get you a a property management company. (laughs) That's insane, bro. You, you guys are so like out of the realm of the normal average person that it's mind boggling. And I'm, I'm sitting here listening to both of you speak, Sophie and Ralph. And honestly, I was really disappointed in both of you because you guys sound so detached from the average person. Are we not middle class? Everybody on this podcast? The people that are having these issues are middle class to lower middle class to below middle class. So when you're telling people, oh, well, just go get you a property management company. Hey, you guy, you guy that I don't know, you don't like paying rent? Well, you can go buy because you have the same opportunities that that landlord has. I'm going to tell you right fucking now, Ralph, I did not have the same opportunities that my landlord had. My landlord is a rich white guy that lives in the white part of Decatur who had the nerve to tell me about his life. I didn't have those opportunities. So mm-hmm. for if he had the fucking nerve, if I was telling him, hey, Mr. Landlord guy, man, it's... I, I hate renting, but I wish I could own, but man, you know, it's, it's tough. If he just said, well, hey, man, if you don't like renting from me, you have the same opportunities that I have. I'd want to break his fucking nose. And I'm listening to you guys say this shit. And I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not trying to be offensive or attack you. Mm-hmm. But I have to be honest. That's why they say you sound like a bootlicker. Okay. And, 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 and again, I'm not trying to, I'm, I, I know that you don't mean it that way, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to explain to you that's Naomi. why you're saying that. Naomi has a. Yeah, their hand raised. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kick me. Kick me. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. Are we talking in general or are we talking COVID times? So like, what, I, I'm getting COVID times. Well, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me answer this question specifically. Naomi there's two separate conversations happening. Right. There's one specific to COVID and then one that COVID has opened up to speak more so in general. Okay, so in COVID terms, let's just talk COVID for a second. Correct. Um, privilege or not, fame opportunities or not, if I'm renting and I'm, I'm, I don't have no job right now because of COVID, like as a landlord, I don't care what your situation is, you have to be sympathetic to that. 
The government yeah. is giving provisions for landlords in these situations or for people who own property in these situations. You're not going, your house is not going to get taken from you during this period in time. So why would you in, enforce some sort of restrictions on your tenants during this point in time? So any landlord that's doing that is an asshole, right? In general, though, the, I understand. So whether you're in a, a penthouse, a condo, a, a townhouse, or an outhouse. That's where you live with your family. And if I am in a situation, and this is where it gets sticky for me, because I get that, yes, I, as a renter, I have responsibility, but this is also where my family lays their head. And as a landlord, like for you to kick out, you have to be considerate of the fact that if I am living check to check, regardless of what my situation is, you put me out today, I mean, I have no place to go tomorrow. So I think that, that, yes, housing is a right, and that's more, and yes, we are in a capitalistic society, but there has to be some empathy to that because you're putting a family out on the street no matter what the situation is. So whether, even if I'm paying two, $3,000 a month in rent to live downtown, if you take me out of that situation, I got to figure something out with my family, and you got to be empathetic to that. So yeah, I, I don't know, it can get sticky. So I want to say because it's just it's just the nature of of the society, but society's fucked up. My standpoint on what I was answering, right, because Sophie's one hundred percent right. There's two conversations happening. I'm talking general. I wasn't necessarily just talking COVID, right? I wasn't talking COVID. I was talking in general. Um, in terms of like what I was saying last week, in terms of creditors and banks that are telling you, even in a residential situation. If the bank isn't going to give you leniency as a landlord, and let's just say I don't have the funds to cover the mortgage for two or three months, what am I supposed to do in that situation as a landlord? You shouldn't be a landlord. Huh? And you really shouldn't be a landlord. If, you, if, you're, if you're living month to month, if you don't have enough saved up to be able to, because what happens when your tenant leaves and you can't find nobody? Because that happened with us. So if we left, right, and we in the middle of COVID, I'm not talking, even though it's COVID, it, interacting but i'm in the middle of covid i gotta find somebody to fill that house right now ain't nobody come to look at no houses right now what you're gonna do if you if this doesn't end until june july you asked out and it's not because your tenant isn't paying it's because you're in a situation if you can't cover that situation and you really shouldn't be a landlord that's what i said last week yeah 100 but at the same time like how how much are landlords putting away to cover because you're 100 right once your property becomes vacant Somebody still got to pay that mortgage right. Right. till you get another renter in there, right? But typically, right, it takes anywhere between 30 to 90 days. It doesn't... You should always have three months saved up. And this is when you own your own home. Yep. You're supposed to always have at least three months saved up in the bank to cover if you lose your job or something. Reserves. I have a question, y'all. And, and by your logic, Ralph, since everything is so easy, bro, like if you can't get that money to cover that person's rent, then just go get a loan. <laughs> What's your question, Sophie? My, <laughs> question, my question was, I think that this is um, an interesting topic about, especially with what Naomi just brought up. But then it's also kind of, it begs the question of like, maybe, and I guess maybe it's not even a question. Maybe it's more of a statement, but a lot of the businesses that are closing down because they can't survive one month without their customers or whatever it is, and they're folding and even like, you know, I guess airlines, 
I don't even really think airlines count, to be honest, because I think they're going to ask for money from the government as a cushion before they have to spend their own money, which is kind of, it doesn't really count because y'all are rich regardless. But a lot of the businesses, I think, um, going through bankruptcy, um, maybe it begs the question that they shouldn't be businesses either, if that's the case. I think that it goes to show that the economy is not really in a place where we thought it is. Like, we, and we say this all the time, like, yeah, the businesses, we may have a lot of businesses, but one, one bad move and you're out of business. So I just think the economy just isn't as stable as, as politicians want to make it seem. It's not so much that they shouldn't be businesses because as a business, you're providing a service. That's a little bit different than owning, a, than being a landlord. But I just think that the economy is just not as stable as, as people may think it is. So people agree that being a landlord is not providing a service. It is providing. Yes. It's providing a service, but it's completely different than a restaurant. Like I'm not going to look at a restaurant that if they make a bad move, they have to go out of business. The same way I'm going to look at a landlord who's not saving up and is responsible for a family having a roof over their head. That like that's not really the same thing. So it's, 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 not, it's not as easy to say, well, if you, if you can't cover your rent on this business, if your business is closed for three months, then you shouldn't be a business. That's not the same thing as telling a landlord like, yo, if you are running up on a hard time and I'm running up on a hard time at the same time and you don't have enough to cover this building, then you shouldn't be a landlord. Like those are two completely different situations. You're yeah. responsible for families literally having a roof over their head. And like you can make the argument that the business is too because you're paying checks, but it's not really the same thing. And, That's and interesting. I think, with, oh, go ahead. I think sometimes even with, with landlord and, and housing, like it's, it may not even necessarily be this hard time. Like you might have your, the water heater go out, AC right. go out. Like you might have to replace all of the plumbing in the household. Like those things cost money and you have to make sure that those things are covered, whether you're paying insurance policies on it or whatever, whatever the situation is. As a landlord, I think, and I think a lot of times is, is in the, we think, okay, if I'm able to purchase property, I can purchase property, rent it out and flip it and make money really quick and don't take into account the provisions to, or, and the money that it's going to take to really be a good landlord. And it's a, it, you're not really providing a service, you're providing housing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the, the logic is a little bit different. No, it's not a service. I'm not do, giving you a service. I'm giving you a housing. A service is an option. You know what I'm saying? Like a service is a restaurant. Like I have the option to go to this restaurant and get food. Whereas mm -hmm. providing housing, like Nate just said, like that's something that I need. You know, it's not like, it's not a privilege for me to live inside of a building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's a privilege for me to go down the road and get some fried chicken. So it's completely different. I think the funniest thing, I, well, not, it's not funny, but I just, when I was reading about the shelter in place, I think one of the things they said on the AJC is that homeless people are, won't be fined or jailed for violating the shelter in place. <laughs> Uh, law. It was like a did they have a choice? Worse because so I was like the nerve that the fact that they even wrote that. But um, 
I do agree, uh, Naomi. There was something I was talking um, with my wife today is that we have discovered during this time how fragile our economy is and how this economy is built on the backs of small businesses and a lot of service businesses. And you can really look at the number of the high volume of people that have lost their jobs because of this, because the businesses can't afford to pay them because they can't afford to get customers and they don't have reserves in place. And the whole thing just collapsed. And the people that will come out on top of this is the people that at the top. And it's just, it's, it's, it's something, it's something. But, um, but anyway, Sophie, did you have one more thing to say before we move on? Oh, no. You good? Okay. All right. Well, um, thanks a lot. Uh, the, the two comments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like a whole nother conversation. So I know. Right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we appreciate it. We always thank you guys for commenting and, um, and engaging with us after the show. Uh, it, it means a lot. So that's going to do it for that. We're going to get into uh, our past the mic segment where we answer your questions. I am going to attempt to play a voicemail. Um, hopefully you guys will be able to hear it. Uh, if you want us to leave us a voicemail, the number is 470-440-0811. Or you can e- email us at isthemikestillon at gmail.com. So let me move this over here. Got the volume turned up. Hey guys, this is Gordon. I'm from Canada and I want to ask you guys a quick question. So I'm a new father, just had a baby girl. And uh, I was telling my wife that I wanted to put her in boxing when she got a little bit older, just because I know for the most part, when girls go out, people are scared that something's going to happen to them. So I wanted her to be able to defend herself. So do you feel that like that idea that, you know, girls are targeted and get attacked would be mitigated if they, like we taught our girls self-defense to our daughter's self-defense and you feel that it's an issue that just goes beyond women defending themselves because i feel like with boys we allow them to go out at night even though yeah boys still do get attacked because like for the most part boys like they play fighting out to defend themselves but anyway love to hear your opinion on that thanks so much for the show have a great day man easy All right. Yeah, I think I think I mean I think that's good for him to put his daughter in some sort of self defense, whether it's karate, boxing. I mean, boxing would be good for fitness, and she know how to scrap. But you know, when you get to a situation where someone pull a gun on you, I you know, of course we don't know the situations, but I think it's always good for you to have your your child in some sort of like a martial art or some type of fighting. I think you know, if it's if it's just for yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's trying to put her in this to make have a career or he's just doing it strictly on just I want her to know how to defend herself. If he's just doing it strictly on wanting to know how to defend herself, I, I can see why that shouldn't be an issue. I mean with the with the mother. But I mean boxing is a brutal sport though. What what do you think about the second part of that question though yeah. about um like if everyone took that same idea and then now it's the perception of like, you know, you might not want to run up on a woman because she can take you out. That's not the problem. That's not the problem. Yeah. Teach your boys not to assault girls, and then you right, right. I about to say, right. You got I mean, 
that's I appreciate and I applaud right. his, his intent to get his to get his daughter and to learn how to defend himself herself because at the end of the day, until these these young men learn how to respect women, she mm-hmm. gonna have to defend herself. Mm-hmm. So kudos to you. Put her in boxing. If she loves it, wonderful. If not, get her in some self-defense classes when she can, whatever the case may be. But no, that's not going to mitigate the problem. To mitigate, to mitigate the problem, teach your friends who have sons to tell their sons to respect women. Not only that, but on top of that, if you see somebody disrespecting a woman, call them out. Because a lot of y'all like to say, oh, it's not my business. It's not my place. I don't know him. And I don't know if it's because y'all be scared that the nigga going to turn up on you next. I've seen that happen. So I get it. It's okay to admit if we're scared of other men. But at the same time, if you're scared, imagine how she feels. So we just need to work on calling that out when we see it. That's what guys did for the most part. Like, nope, they don't. Like, I thought that was a common thing. It, 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 it used to be a little bit more prevalent back in the day, right? Yeah, back in the day, like, you don't hit no woman. You don't, you don't put your yeah. name. Like, I, I've heard that all my life. Yeah, yeah, me too. We had that conversation a few weeks back, and y'all were acting like I was crazy. Who? Well, not maybe not you, Rod, oh. but as a collective, I felt like I was by myself when we were talking about how we're walking down the street and some dude is fucking with a woman, and I was like, you should step in. I'm I'm pretty sure most of y'all were like, nah, man, I'm not doing that. Are you you're talking like, about the airplane lady? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Y'all yeah. were most of y'all were like, nah, I'm not I'm not stepping into that. I that's when we had that. money. I, on. I would say something to do. I wasn't on that. You weren't there, Rod. I think that's when we we had um that dude. The I real estate that. dude. Huh? Y'all had the real estate dude on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. There. No, I'm not saying you're wrong, Mike. I'm just answering his question that back in the day, that was a little bit more prevalent that men did step up and say that. Right. And like I'm I'm saying now it's not that's not the case. Right. Yeah. So when Rod was saying, like, I thought that men do that. I'm saying even on our show, the men here were not saying that they would do that today. Yes, you're right. In today's world today, in 2020. Yes. Right but in nineteen ninety something. We ain't talking about nineteen ninety something. But that's what Rod was asking. Wait, Rod, I thought you were saying that you thought men still did that. Yeah, I thought men still did that. Thank oh. you, Rod. That's my bad. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think it's a lot easier for men to say I won't allow any woman that I'm to be fucked with. But if I see random bitch on the corner and somebody fucking with her, oh, that's their business. So right. I, I, don't, I don't. I think it's a lot easier for men to to feel some sort of way when it's someone who they're attached to because then that, that that is kind of um, almost like you're challenging my manhood if you fucking with a woman that I'm around, kind of thing. Right. But. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, and especially nowadays with these little boys running around, I don't know if they raise them like that anymore. Man, I don't raise my son. Facts. Thank you. Come on now. <laughs> you see how he looks already. He already looks like he's already ready. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I agree with Beto. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I, it doesn't matter if you have a boy or a girl. I think at, to some degree, you have to show them self-defense. I think that's, that's just like a natural part of growing up. Now, if you go to like, a, like personalized training for boxing, 
you know, that's a degree up there. But at the end of the day, whether you learn that in the house or you learn that by a trainer somewhere, somehow, like I think defending yourself is one of the first things that you should that like should be ingrained into you. Like for me, you know, like I always wanted younger siblings. And when I got them innately, I already knew I had to protect them. I'm older than them. You know what I'm saying? Like it is my job as the older brother to protect them. You know what I'm saying? Also to protect myself and to, to protect myself. And I always told them like, Hey bro, like y'all gotta, y'all two gotta have my back. You know, like it's, it's us, you know? So I, I definitely think that getting your kid trained in martial arts or boxing or whatever, what have you for self-defense, I definitely think that, that that's a good idea. And, you know, obviously you got to deal with, with, with your partner, but your partner at some point should agree with that too. I think it's a little different with girls though. I think that with us, it can be easier for us to not be taught how to fight because girls aren't really fighting like that, depending on where you, where you, where you, where you coming up at. Um, I think if when women fight, it's more petty and more like, it's, it's not like protect yourself type thing. Is that bitch said something to me and I'm finna, you know, get at her. But I think, so I think it's easier for, for people to forget to teach your daughters to protect themselves, but I think it's just as necessary. Yeah, but I, but I think in, in, in this society and, and definitely how y'all, y'all kids are growing up and my future kids and my nieces and stuff like that. It's a different world than what we grew up in. You know, and when you look at World Star and a lot of this shit that obviously happens, damn right, you gonna you gonna get a karate teacher or some shit. You better fucking drop kick somebody or something. <laughs> shit, kids out these days, man, they crazy as hell, bro. Crazy. My girl's pepper spray. Something. something. <laughs> look, at the end of the day, if somebody gonna fuck with your kids, it's gonna be difficult. Yes. And Gordon, if none of that work, strap up. Yep. Take 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 them to the shooting range. Yep. And and have them have them uh, packing too. See, that's what y'all lose me every time. Hey, <laughs> hey, look, if they pull a gun, then, then she can pull a gun too. It's like whatever you want, I got it. You know. <laughs> or we can have a shootout in this alley. What we, what we, what we bringing? None, Chuck. What we bring? What we bring? <laughs> How we gonna do this? <laughs> no, that's right, Rod. I got a damn lasso. We can do that shit too. Not a lasso. Yo, Rod, why are you so anti-gun? Oh God, are you? Do you really want to start this conversation right now? Yeah, I don't know. At the end of the episode, right? right. What you saying? He put it out there. Put it no. Down. That's, that's that's really that's really that's just really honestly like I've just seen it. Like my best friend, like I, I just, it's just so many people that have, I've seen them because they had a gun, you know? but you know, I just but I think that it's it's equally as dangerous not being able to protect yourself in that situation as well. All right, cool. Stop there. Thank you, Ken. Did you have anything to add uh, for Gordon before we get out of here? Huh? Mike, I was asking Mike. Oh, oh no! I Nay said exactly what I was gonna say. I, I the first part, yes, sure. Take her to some self defense classes, absolutely. 
But it was the second part of the question that I had a slight issue with the whole, you know, do you think that that's going to mitigate women being attacked? And the answer is no, it's not. That's just like saying, do you think more black people in the police force is going to mitigate black people getting harassed by white cops? And the answer is no, it's not. So yeah, teach her to fight, teach her to whoop some ass. But I think the bigger issue is men not teaching men to not be pieces of shit. And that's really the end of the conversation. But I will say, I will say that I have heard from people who are trained self-defense people that when it comes to training women, one of the things that they do tell them is do not carry a knife. Do not carry like a stick. <laughs> you see what we took the phone to? She was just like, this motherfucker. Just, I done told her. Anyways, um, they say don't tell women do not carry anything that you have to get in close proximity to damage the man because when you're looking at a law of averages, men are more physically dominating. So a big man versus a smaller woman even if she has a switchblade, he's probably going to overtake her. Correct. He take a couple of them stabs and still overtake you. So like FIFO just said, I know, Rod, you don't like guns. I don't like guns either. But I would rather a woman be trained with a gun and have a gun or have pepper spray or something like, or uh, them stun gun joints that shoot out. Yeah. I'd rather them have that than walk around carrying a fucking gun a knife in their purse. Yeah, just to clarify, I've said this before, like, that's just me personally. I don't want well, with you. I don't I get anybody that, that uses that method. It's just me personally. I just would like to find a different method, you know. I get you. And yeah, I don't, I don't have a gun. I don't like guns either. But if I was talking to a woman, I would definitely say, if she's like, oh, I'm thinking about, should I just take Taekwondo or should I go and learn how to shoot a gun? I'd probably say go learn how to shoot a gun, you know? Cause you're probably I mean, I might be nice with the Taekwondo, though. <laughs> she might be, but she like might that? meet that dude. <laughs> that neck joint. We like this. We all locked up. Yeah, that's all I had. That's all I had. Just he's got. If he's having a daughter, then I think he really needs to rethink his approach for that second part of that question. Don't make her think that if that she's responsible or it's up to her to make sure that she's not getting attacked right. it's not her fault that she's getting attacked that's isn't it prepared when it comes yes isn't it also prepared if it happens yes isn't it also important to just make sure you're you're doing the right things as far as like not going in dark dark places like no so, no that's no. not important I think it is important to make your daughters aware of their surroundings yeah, I mean, and make sure that, that yeah. they understand that there are certain areas that may not be as safe for them as other. Like, we all know that go to well-lit gas stations, little yeah. stuff like that. But, I mean, that still, is not, it still doesn't mitigate the problem. But I think, it's, I think it helps, though, if you, if you, because they may not know that. That's they right. may not know that type of stuff. I mean, no, you can get assaulted in... I understand that. I'm not saying no, that you Rob, can. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying that you can't. No, no. I'm just saying that 
I think those are things you should also teach along with the teaching of the sons and all yes. that. It's just something else to add to it. Because we're doing our girls. Yes, you, know you got to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, again, that's like going back to the to the cop thing. It's like teaching your your black boys, particularly, mm-hmm. how to interact with officers. Right. That's not blaming them if an officer does something terrible to you, but it's preparing you for the unfortunately inevitable event that will probably happen to them at some point, a cop interacting with you in a negative manner. You have to know how to respond to that. So yeah, I get I get what Rod is saying. Yeah, tell them don't go down dark alleys because men are pieces of shit. Don't walk to your car by yourself because men are pieces of shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this because men are pieces of shit. Just make sure that you're not instilling in your daughter. Don't go down dark alleys because that's a stupid move on your part because you might get attacked. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But congrats on the daughter, man. Yay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good um, luck with that shit. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Gordon, for your voicemail. We really appreciate it, man. Hopefully you got some great sound advice that, uh, that you can take with you as you begin your journey. Um, that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you guys next week. We out. Peace. Bye. Bye.